Welcome back to the Next Big Thing podcast. I'm your host, Sam Ogborn. I have a question for you. Before we get into this episode, I want you to think to yourself, are you someone who shops for the holidays last minute or do you plan ahead? As much as I'd like to say that everyone plans ahead, I know that that's not necessarily true. One of the hardest parts about not shopping ahead is if you still want to get a really beautiful curated gift without having to plan it all out, coordinate when you're going to receive different things, create a custom box. Like it's a whole thing. And on top of that, to have to go find each retailer or seller to create a custom gift takes so much time. If you spend time creating custom gift for someone, you know this to be true. It's really easy to go to the store and pick up something within a store. But if you want true variety and you want something that feels really custom, then you got to do a little bit of work. That's why I love who we have on the podcast today. We have Julie from Small Packages. And what I love about what Small Packages does is they work with small businesses around the country to create custom gift boxes. And just so that we're clear... These packages are not like your typical Harry and David gift boxes, okay? I know we've been used to that. It's not an edible arrangement, people. Like These are legitimate gifts from small business owners all across the country. And I love that Small Packages supports them. I just want to give you guys a preview of what kind of gift boxes they have. So they have a women in food gift box, which is so cute, perfect for Thanksgiving They have a fun and quarantine box, a birthday box, a new baby box, a thank you box, a bridesmaid box, a I miss you box, a proposal box. It's like literally every single kind of occasion or event, or even if you just were thinking about someone, you could send them a curated box with such amazing quality stuff that you would honestly, it would take you too long to find this on your own. So Thank you so much, Julie, for coming on this episode and talking about how we can do gifting differently and how we can think about gifting differently. And I'm so excited to announce to you that all uh, listeners of the pod actually get 10% off. Uh, So I will plug that discount code at the end of the episode. But in the meantime, enjoy listening to this cute and clever way to highlight small business owners. I will catch you guys on the flip side. Hey, Julie, thank you so much for joining the Next Big Thing podcast. Hi, Sam. Thanks for having me. So happy to have you and talk all things gifting. Today is a great episode, especially with the holidays coming up. I'm just, I think this is like a good time to talk about gifting right now. Maybe it'll help quell some fears that people have about what to get their friends and family for the holidays. Beautiful. I would love to know, do you think that gifting has evolved in the last decade or even like two decades? I do. I think when you look at the landscape right now, you see a lot of institutional players like 
Harry and David and 1-800-Flowers and these sort of slightly more corporate, less personal things that have been around for a while. And I think a lot of folks still use that if they're, you know, perhaps gifting to older folks or, you know, like a very corporate relationship or something like that. But when it comes to intimate friend giving or, you know, people that you want to cultivate as part of your network, I think people are looking now for something that's just a little bit more personal, a little bit more fun. And, you know, hopefully that that's what we're bringing to the market. Yeah. I always, when I think about gifting, like traditional gifting, even in the corporate sense, it's been so boring up until recently. Yeah. Very sterile. That's the word that we use to describe it when we're talking about things internally in terms of what we see and also what we want to stay away from. Like warmth is one of our fundamental company values and something that we try to make sure all of our branding and also our gifting and everything really embodies. Totally. That makes perfect sense. And I think that departure is definitely welcome. And I feel like everyone in the corporate world feels the same way. Now, how did the idea for small packages come about? It's just the oldest story in the book of you know (laughs) a problem that you had and so you wanted to solve it. So I started out as a corporate attorney and you know was really just like living that lifestyle of you know making a decent amount of money, but just not having any time to see the people that I loved in person and not being able to, you know, show up for things, whether they were great things like, you know, birthdays or not great things like breakups, where you just want to show up with a bottle of wine and like, let the person know that you're there. And I had also accumulated all of these friend groups in different places. Like a lot of folks in our generation have, I think, you know, I'm from LA originally, and then I went to law school in Boston and I practiced in New York. So was just super spread out and was looking for a way to be able to send something tangible to people when I couldn't be there in person and just didn't love any of the things that I saw on the market. They were too cheesy (laughs) and too themed or, you know, just weren't things that I would be proud to send because, you know, I, I wanted somebody to have something that they would love. So decided to try to make it myself. I love that. I, (laughs) when you talk about cheesy or themed, I think about so many times when I used to look for gifts and I would feel like I'm not sending someone this tacky gift. Like this is the only thing that I can find. It's like amazing, you know, that, and, and like, It was like, there was no in-between of sending someone. It was either like you got them something super personal to the point that you needed to know like their size almost. And then you got them something that's so impersonal that didn't feel like it had any meaning at all. And I feel like now we're starting to see all of these different options in the market that feel really heartfelt. So I love that you touched on that because I think we can all relate to when we felt like a gift just feels like little on the cheesy, like tacky side. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that that's the hard line to walk of wanting something to be themed in the sense that it's the right thing to send for that occasion without it being like the candle doesn't become a birthday candle just because you put (laughs) on it, right? Like 
that's not how people work when they're actually purchasing for themselves or assessing the value of a product. So that's something that we just pay so much attention to is when we're looking at a finished good, you know, is this something somebody would be really proud to send and that somebody would be really delighted to receive? Like nobody needs any more like stocking stuff or like tchotchke-esque kind of thing. Totally. You know, I mean, that's a value of people in our generation now, too, I think of, you know, just not wanting waste, like wanting to really only buy things that are going to be loved and used. Right. Completely. So let's dive into small packages and what's different about small packages and why it's different in the rest of like the gifting space that other people might be used to. Yeah, absolutely. So we are a curated care package company and we're occasion-based. So when you come to the site, you tell us what's happening, whether it's one of those happy events like a promotion or a new baby or something not so great like an illness or a death in the family. And then in each of those verticals, we have care packages at $35, $50, and $100 price points. So depending on what your budget is for that occasion you have three different, you know, pretty affordable things to choose from. And what we really feel like sets us apart is, you know, again, we have so many decisions to make in our daily lives that, you know, decision fatigue is like really the millennial curse. And so pre-curating all these things, you can send a small package, knowing that someone's going to get something, you know, beautiful, it's affordable for you. Every package comes with like a handwritten note on a letterpress card and you can do it in three minutes and like about four clicks. So not that we ever want to outsource our connection or anything like that, but we just, they are there to, you know, pick up these dropped balls of connection and just make it much, much easier for people to stay in touch, to maintain those friendships. Yes. I love that. And this year too, I mean, who doesn't want or need that. So can we talk about the occasions piece really quickly? I'd love for listeners to understand what kind of occasions, when you mentioned like the fact that it's different occasions, what do those look like? Yeah, well, we have them for pretty much everything, right? So things that you normally would think of as occasions to send gifts like a birthday or for Mother's Day or, you know, things that are like a new baby. But we also have sort of doubled down on these occasions where, you know, something is happening and you wish you could do something or send something, but there isn't usually a curated or specific gift for that on the market. So we have, for example, our breakup box or our... I freaking love that, by the way. (laughs) I love that. Like, as opposed to being like, you know, I'm just going to send them flowers and... It's like, no, this is a breakup box and (laughs) tailored for that. Right. And, you know, sort of hilariously during COVID, we kind of pivoted a lot to include even more of those. So we have like a fun in quarantine box, you know, people are (laughs) crazy or a box specifically for folks who have had to cancel or postpone their weddings because of COVID. We have something for that. So it really is supposed to be kind of a one-stop shop for how do I take care of all the people in my life? 
I love that. I know everything's hyper curated. What's the process look like for small packages and working with small businesses to be a part of these boxes? Yeah. So that's one of the things that we love the most. And again, like one of our really important brand values is that we see ourselves as a discovery platform for other small businesses. Like we are a small business and we're, we support them too. So 95% of what's in our boxes comes from, you know, small businesses. And the way we work with them is just, I mean, it's pretty open, honestly. Like, you know, we're always looking for new vendors and new folks to work with. And we're very values driven, right? So, you know, it's sort of a plus one if it's a woman-owned business or a BIPOC person-owned business or kind of any way that we can help spread the word about these amazing companies that just maybe haven't gotten like fully national recognition yet. We're always so excited to include them. So criteria-wise, I would love for the entrepreneurs or small businesses listening, I know you said that that's your core and you want to support that. So is there any like criteria typically if someone were to be interested in being featured? Yeah, absolutely. So we define a small business as an entity that has less than a hundred employees. So we don't do it in terms of, you know, length of time that someone's been in business or even, you know, what their revenue is or anything like that. So we're very, very open to folks who, you know, are really even starting to scale. So that's really the only metric that we use in terms of defining what a small business means to us. Oh, I love that. That's so great. And then your team, I imagine, then decides which like occasions or boxes are the best fit for the brands, right? Exactly. Yeah. So someone, usually the process is that, you know, we'll get an introduction to someone and then they'll send over samples. And that actually is really my favorite part is the creative Tetris of figuring out, you know, where something would be, you know, size and price and, you know, just curation wise, like where, where it would stack up against other things that we're already carrying, et cetera. So we really like to form relationships with the small business vendors that we work with. We stock everyone that we end up bringing on for quite a long time. So it's not like a subscription box where you'll be in the November issue, but then not going forward. Like we really form relationships with all these folks. Nice. I love that. I love how open you guys are about exploring different businesses. I think that's wonderful, especially because the variety of different boxes that you have, I think there's no shortage of probably needs for different new and exciting products. So I absolutely love that. What about when it comes to coming up with like the themes for some of these boxes, what does that process look like? And do people suggest themes sometimes? Or have you had like any really weird requests or maybe like more unconventional requests for a box? (laughs) People definitely request themes. And I would say most of our development is customer driven. You know, we started out with nine box types when we launched and we have obviously, you know, grown and added some and sunsetted some just depending on how they do and what the demand for them is. One that we introduced is our, this is the worst box, which is, <laughs> I know it's so funny, but like, 
that's our sort of all purpose, like, we're really sorry that this terrible thing happened. (laughs) And I hate when we get orders for that, because of course, I hate to see those things happening. We've gotten so much positive customer feedback, just that there's something to send because the thing is going to happen one way or another, right? But then if you aren't there, and you can't provide support for the person you love in person. It's so nice just to have something that you know that you can send along. So that was an interesting one. And then in terms of your product pipeline, we just, oh man, I wish we had the resources to just like build out one every day. And I'm always like so excited about, (laughs) (laughs) and my CEO was like, not today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You have to wait until Q1. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure. I feel like it'd be so fun to come up with all these different ideas. That is by far my favorite part for sure. Yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. That's really interesting that people feel like they can like, like it's almost like crowdsourced ideas. I really like that. Out of curiosity, do people send boxes for, what do you see more of like happier occasions or like more, I don't want to say sad, but maybe like a little bit more like thoughtful? Yeah. I would say before COVID, it was mostly happier. And since then, you know, given the state of the world, it's been pretty split. People obviously still really want to celebrate the good things and they can't get together, you know, for birthdays or baby showers in the way that they had been, you know, six months ago. But yeah, we're having a lot of folks, you know, obviously cancel or postpone their weddings, you know, people sick, people have lost folks, which of course is just so sad, but you know, we, we try to think that we're one, you know, little bright spot in a situation like that. Yeah, completely. And let's talk a little bit about COVID a little more about how it's impacted small packages from the gifting side of things. How has, has this year evolved and changed in terms of consumer habits? COVID has been bananas for us. I mean, I never would have taken a global pandemic in order for our sales to grow, obviously, but you know, in some ways we've just been in the right place at the right time. People want something that they can send that's personal and that's, you know, that's great when they can't be together in person. It has been crazy for us though, particularly at the beginning in terms of supply chain, because we do work almost exclusively with small businesses. And so as, you know, you know, stay at home orders were coming in from different jurisdictions and everything. We were like losing a lot of our supply chain and like really scrambling to keep up with orders when we weren't able to get inventory in. So we that's like terrifying. (laughs) It was was terrifying. And you know, our customers are such wonderful people, like they were trying to do a good thing. And so they're understanding (laughs) on the other side, we were kind of scrambling, but I mean, I feel like I just learned so much in those couple of, you know, first weeks of March and April about how to handle that. Right. I bet that is a new level of chaos. I don't think anyone would know how to like, like even think about like manufacturers that you'd work with in like a normal job or company. I mean, yours is like the scale of that is just unreal. And the communications I'm sure with each vendor we have so many different small businesses that we work with. And then we also have the logistics of like 
you know, our shipping carriers and the delays that they have and, you know, all sorts of crazy stuff. So right. we are Never a ending. logistics operation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Learned a lot. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Um, I'm very curious about your answer to this question, but what would you say to people who might think that using like getting a gift package from small packages is like more impersonal? Have people said that to you before? Like what, like that seems really impersonal. You know, we really haven't gotten that much. That's great. Of that feedback. Yeah. Which is wonderful. I mean, I assume the folks that feel that way just, you know, don't use us, which is totally fine. I think in an ideal world, we wouldn't have to exist because people would have the freedom of mobility and the freedom of time to either show up in person or to spend hours curating the perfect thing for that person and then send it. And go exactly. Through. Like who has time for that? Exactly. So we actually don't really have any ego about that. Like Logan is like, we're the next best thing to being here. Right. So if we sort of take into account, like the pace of modern life and every responsibility that's on everybody's, you know, lap right now, are we the absolute best thing would be better if you got to hang out in person with your person? Yeah, of course. (laughs) I wish we could make that happen for you, but yeah, operating in reality, I think, you know, (laughs) we've, we've found that people, you know, really, really love them. And the thing about them that people seem to find the most personal is that each box comes with a handwritten note. So that message and that feeling of immediacy of seeing handwriting and like knowing that this person was thinking about you enough that then this box showed up on your doorstep out of nowhere, you know, people seem to, to really resonate with it. Yeah. So I have a confession. Any of my close friends will actually not be surprised that I'm saying this, but I don't think I'm very good at gift giving. I actually have anxiety about it because, and maybe, okay. So maybe some people listening who know me would say I'm a good gift giver, but people don't realize how much anxiety I have when it comes to getting someone a gift. Cause I feel like I'm such a perfectionist. And what I like about sending someone a small package is that I don't have to curate it. And I feel like I'm learning about new products too. And on the flip side, it looks really curated and like thoughtful to the other person. Whereas like, if I were to put that together on my own, I think I would have like crippling anxiety over like (laughs) every little thing that should go into it and like exactly how it should look. And like, I think what you guys are doing makes so much sense and is such a weight off of people's shoulders who just maybe like aren't great gift givers either. Um, I mean, I'm so glad to hear you say that. I think it's a pretty big load to take on yourself as an individual, like wanting to do these things, right? Like you have to go out and find beautiful wrapping. Like what kind of box are you going to put it in? And is that going to be attractive? And like, let alone before you get to what's going in it. Yes. And the costs just add up so much. Yes, they do. Well, when we were first, before I started the company, I did this on my own, just as like sending things to friends if you aren't buying things at wholesale and you don't have a shipping account, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you exactly yourself spending just an exorbitant amount, amount of money on things. And not that the person isn't like worth it to you, but 
we all have these really big networks of people that we love and we want to take care of and spending a ton on each one of them often just like, just isn't feasible. No, I, I completely agree. I, when you put that into perspective, it's so true to even think about shipping things out without using a tool nowadays, it's ludicrous. So I yeah. completely agree with you. Um, I would love to understand your, when you talked about doing it on your own for a little bit, what would you say has been the biggest learning for you as an entrepreneur, especially given that maybe this like doesn't sound like this was exactly what you thought you were always going to be doing? Oh, definitely not. I mean, I think the biggest learning has just been around the operations and logistics of the business. Like, you know, when you get into a business like this, you think what you're going to be spending most of your time doing is like the fun stuff, right? Like testing out chocolate samples, and you know, like talking to other small business owners and, you know, like anything else, most of what we do end up doing is like trying to figure out pricing models that work for us and provide value. Seriously. You know, just trying to make, a business that we feel really, really proud of in the sense that we're providing a lot of value for the people that use us. Cause we're, we're a trust based business. Like you're not ordering a lipstick for yourself that you may or may not like in your return if you don't like it. And right. Like when you use small packages, you're trusting part of your friendship relationship to us. And so we want to make sure we deliver on that. It's incredibly important. So quality control and curation and speed of shipping and, you know, all of these things are things that we're just constantly hammering on to make sure that we're showing up so that people who use us can show up. And out of curiosity too, do you solicit feedback from people who are gift recipients on the products that were featured inside? Or how do you source... Like I'd imagine you guys probably get a ton of feedback from people just on everything. But when you add the element of all of the different brands that could be considered for each box, I mean, that is, that's wild. That's a lot of different pieces of feedback that customers could have at any given moment. So how do you organize that almost? And like, what's the process like for that? Well, we have to be pretty careful about it because, you know, when you sign up with a company and you say like, again, if you're ordering a lipstick or something, you provide your email, that's a contract that you're not a contract, but a a trade that you're entering into willingly. Whereas if somebody is the recipient of a package, you know, they didn't agree to talk to us, you know? And so because our inboxes are so full and privacy is such a big deal, you know, we think that's really important and we don't want to abuse that relationship. So what we do is we just provide a lot of information about, you know, who we are and what we do uh, in the package so that the recipient, you know, knows where it came from and knows who we are. And then we just try to make it exceptionally clear that, you know, we are open to that feedback because we test and use and love everything that goes into the boxes. But, you know, that's not to say that, we we can't learn or we can't pivot if somebody has an even better idea. So, you know, we're open to feedback on all of our social channels. We incorporate what customers have to say. The one piece of feedback that we get quite often is around shipping, which is really interesting. Um, Amazon has done a number <laughs> on people's expectations 
about just oh it's unreal i'm sure (laughs) every business owner is battling with that exactly just how much shipping costs and how long it takes and you know we do our absolute best to mimic that as much as we can um and we're always working on improving it but that's kind of the one thing that i just would love people to know is you know we're we're trying to keep up with something that's pretty (laughs) pretty intense Yeah, it's really crazy when you think about that, how conditioned we all are to our expectations of getting things instantaneously. Yeah, exactly. And it's not even that people, you know, come like they come by it honestly, right? Like we all use it, we all order from it. But it's, you know, it's just a horse of a different color when you're talking about small businesses and the resources that that we can draw on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk just quickly because I know that the holiday season is coming up, even though this year it doesn't feel like anything is happening. <laughs> right. But the holiday season is coming up. So I'd imagine for people who are shopping for friends and family, they could use small packages for different gift ideas if maybe they were unsure of what to get someone. Yeah, absolutely. So we are going to have two different offerings just in addition to you know all of our other things which of course people could could buy for the holidays we are currently doing a women in food box for thanksgiving which is composed of all women owned small businesses gourmet so awesome gourmet treats from those yeah it's a good thing i don't live in our fulfillment facility (laughs) (laughs) i have oh my god i could not do it (laughs) <laughs> such a disaster when I got them. I was like, I will eat this granola butter with a spoon for days. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so we have those and those are available, you know, to ship for Thanksgiving and we'll keep them on for the holiday and just, you know, switch out the cards. So they're they're great gifts for like, you know, family or clients or, or yeah. and then we're also gonna have a, you know, holiday specific limited edition box that we're we'll roll out in a couple weeks also. Yeah, you know, it's it's amazing when you think about the business that you're in, how wonderful it is that you get to play to so many different occasions and seasonality because it's almost like you're never going to run out of box ideas. (laughs) We definitely never will run out. Like I said, I am being like pulled back by the shoulders all the time by (laughs) (laughs) who is a very creative, wonderful person as well. But if you let me loose, I just will come up with one for everything. I'm like, we need one for people who just got a puppy. You know, like, yeah, well, why not? Yeah, totally. Because like, it's just, and you have so many people too. I mean, Google and SEO is huge in the gifting space because so many people, especially now are looking for gift ideas. So, I mean, yeah, if someone gets a new puppy, I think that's something that it'd be so much easier, especially for someone who doesn't have a dog to just rely on small packages to say like, okay, I'm going to get something really cute that I know this person's going to love, even though I am not a dog person. So exactly. I like that it creates that like familiarity and open-mindedness as opposed to just like someone shopping for something that they think someone would like. I think the theme lends itself to being a gift that people like would enjoy, you know? Absolutely. So that's great. How do you see the gifting space like evolving as time goes on? I think it's just going to continue to move in this direction. Honestly, I think it's going to become more and more personal. I think data is a, you know, a really big reason for that. Like we, like I said, are really careful about like what kind of data and how much we collect from our customers because we want to be really ethical about it. But even just 
being very respectful, we can still see a lot of trends, right? And like, you know, how much people are willing to spend for certain occasions and, you know, what do we not have that they would be excited about sending? And, you know, people will tell you what they want. And most of the time, what they want is to be able to have a more personal impact mm-hmm. without having a larger lift on their yeah. side, which is so reasonable. Yeah, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. If someone were interested in having their brand featured in a box, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, we always love hearing from people. The easiest way to do that would just be to email me directly. And my email address is julie at smallpackages.co. I'd love to hear from you. Perfect. I'll include that in the show notes. And then what's coming up for small packages? What's on the horizon for you guys? Oh my gosh, a couple of different things, which we're really excited about, you know, the holiday boxes that I was just talking about. And then we actually are going to be expanding into tech in the new year. So we have a couple of, you know, platform tools. Can't say exactly what, because we're still refining them, but Ah! (laughs) let's just say that are going to make it a lot easier to never forget another birthday. Oh Oh my gosh. I was actually going to ask you about something like that because like it popped in my head and I was like, I didn't like that would, I feel like it'd be unfair to like spring it on you, but (laughs) not at all. But like, I was actually thinking about that too, because that's also like, people need that. Like, I don't want to say for myself, but like, yes, (laughs) absolutely. We are looking to expand into just tech tools that make it easier for people to do what they already want to do, (laughs) you know, like back to the site more. Sure. But, you know, to use our service in a way that just fits in more easily with their everyday life. That's awesome. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Okay. Great. (laughs) And then lastly, where can people find you guys online? Yeah. So we, our website is, you know, one of the best places to go, which is smallpackages.co. And then also on Instagram, which is our social media tool of choice. And we are small packages on there. Love it. You guys got a good username. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's hard to come by. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much, Julie, for being on the podcast. I... I'm so excited to have you on at this point in the year because I think it's just a good reminder to have everyone like remember to shop small businesses, shop businesses that you might not normally shop for the holidays. I don't want to say like the big guys, but (laughs) you know, when this podcast goes live, there's still going to be a good amount of time for shopping in 2020. So I hope that people consider small packages and then also just consider buying locally and and shopping small and giving, you know, these hardworking business owners, you know, a chunk of the pie for the holidays. Oh, thanks, Sam. I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Julie, for coming on the podcast and talking about small packages. I am so ready to get my holiday shopping. (laughs) Listen, I like giving, I'm ready to get out of the way. I like giving gifts. I wouldn't say I'm the best gift giver, but something like small packages does make my life 10 times easier because I feel like I'm giving something that is super personalized and yet I didn't have to spend a ton of time pulling it together or thinking about it like best of both worlds. So thank you so much, Julie, for coming on the podcast. I am so excited to give our amazing listeners 10% off any box that you want. No joke. This is so amazing. Thank you so much, Julie, 
for doing this. The discount code is TNBT and it's good for 10% off site-wide. Not only that, but it's up until 1220, December 20th. So you have a lot of time to get your Christmas shopping, your holiday shopping done. So take advantage of that. I know I'm going to, and I'm so excited to see what I can get. I think I might even gift myself a box, which completely goes against everything that I just talked about, about shopping early for people that I love. I'm still going to do that too, but I think it'd be fun to treat myself. So yeah. Thank you so much, Julie, for coming on this episode and talking about small packages. I am so excited to see where you guys go. I'm also so impressed by the coverage you guys have already gotten. And as everyone knows who listens, I just love supporting female founders. So thank you, Julie, for your time. And if you loved today's episode, you're feeling pumped for the holidays, please make sure to give this podcast a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. You guys know I say it every single week. Uh, I appreciate it so, so much. You guys have no idea. It means the world to me. And I'm really excited starting next week to introduce some new changes that are coming to the podcast that I think are going to really help you rev up your business for 2021. So stay tuned for that next week. Uh, We've been a little choppy with episodes, but honestly, it's because we are prepping to start to do things a little bit differently and I could not be more excited. So thank you so much for listening to the Next Big Thing podcast and I will catch you guys next week.